Hello, and welcome to Book Bistro, the place where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books that they adore. I'm Shannon, and I'm here today on my own to talk with you about some of the fantastic things that are coming out the week of Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. One of my very favorite things about being a book enthusiast is just looking at all the things that are coming out and allowing myself to get really, really excited about the ones that I want to read, or even some of the ones that I've been lucky enough to read early copies of. And I know that we do a monthly picks episode where some of the other women who are part of this podcast will come in and share the things that they're excited about as well. But you figure we can only talk about like 16 books in that episode, and there are so many more books that come out in any given month. So this is going to be a new and regular feature of Book Bistro. These episodes will come out on Tuesday mornings, and we'll focus on a bunch of great things coming out that week. So before I get started, I want to cover a few housekeeping things. If you have questions, comments, feedback, anything like that, if you just want to get in touch with us, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can always send us an email at thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. Again, thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. And we have started a Facebook group for our listeners as a way of kind of networking with the people who listen to the podcast. So you are definitely free to send a join request to that group as well. So let's get started with some of the fabulous books. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Under My Skin by Lisa Unger. And this came out today, which is October 1st. And this is a standalone thriller of hers. I was very excited to hear that this one was not set in this town that she features quite often called The Hollows. There's nothing necessarily wrong with The Hollows, but I'm just not as interested in it as I am in her standalones. Um, my favorite book by her is In the Blood, followed very closely by Blackout. But I am really excited about Under My Skin. This is the story of a woman who is trying to uncover the secrets um, of her husband's sudden death. And Jen will talk a bit more about this on our October Picks episode, which will be out this Friday. So that, again, is Under My Skin by Lisa Unger. Also out today is The Rule of One, which is the first novel in a dystopian series with the same title, so The Rule of One, by Ashley Saunders and Leslie Saunders. And this is a story about population control and what happens if you're only allowed to have one child and you end up having more than one. Um, what if you have a twin and you're supposed to keep the fact that you have a twin, kind of a deep, dark secret. This sounds so great, and I really, really want to make time in my schedule to read this. So that, again, is The Rule of One, book one in the Rule of One series by Ashley Saunders and Leslie Saunders. 
So out tomorrow, now the rest of these are all coming out on October 2nd, and there are a bunch of them. So the first one is The Boneless Mercies by April Genevieve Tuchulk. And this is also a young adult fantasy series. No, I'm sorry, a young adult fantasy standalone that features a group of young women who really want to make a change in the world. They don't want to be meek and mild and subservient. And this just looks so, so great. Again, this is the Boneless Mercies by April Genevieve Tuchulk. I'm moving on to yet another young adult fantasy novel. I read a lot of things in this genre, and so it's something that I talk about a lot, um, especially in the fall when so many of these come out. So this is The Sock Hill Girls by Claire Legrand, and she wrote the, or is writing the Imperium, Trilo Imperium Trilogy, which came out in the spring. Um, the first book in that is called Furyborn. But this is a standalone about three girls who live in this place where there might be a monster. Now, no one seems to know if there is or there isn't, but there might be. And if there is, these girls need to defeat it. So it looks like it is full of adventure. Um, I've heard people say that it contains a lot of strong female friendships. So I am very excited about this. And it again is The Sawkill Girls by Claire Legrand. I was very intrigued by this next book, and some of you who know me even a little bit might find this surprising. So this is When the Men Were Gone by Marjorie Herrera Lewis. And this is a story about a woman football coach during World War II. And so basically this woman is the assistant principal of this school, and football is kind of like you know the lifeblood of this town. But during World War II, all of the men are gone. Like the men between eight to the ages of 18 and 45, they're just gone. So there can't be football anymore. But this woman decides that she will coach football. And apparently her team of boys kind of rallies around her and she is actually very successful at this. So I'm not a fan of football, but I do love historical fiction. So I am very eager to give this a try. This is When the Men Were Gone by Marjorie Herrera Lewis. So, I know there are a lot of J.R. Ward fans out there. So, I couldn't do this episode without talking, at least briefly, about Consumed Firefighters Book One by J.R. Ward. And I was lucky enough to read an early copy of this, and it is fantastic. It is not at all like her paranormal books. Um, it's the story of a firehouse and the men and women who work there. And so the people that we are following and consumed are this woman named Anne and the man that she has kind of secretly been crushing on for quite a while, Danny. And I don't want to say a whole lot about what happens, but basically there is a, uh, an arsonist loose in the city. And Anne, who becomes an arson investigator after kind of a terrible accident, has to work with Danny to figure out the identity of the arsonist before they just continue to, like, burn down the world. So that, again, is Consumed, Firefighters Book 1 
by J.R. Ward. I am thrilled that Karen Rose has another book out. This is the sixth book in her Baltimore series, and it is called Death is Not Enough. It features um, defense attorney Thomas Thorne, who you will recognize if you've read the previous books in this series, and the woman who loves him. And he is framed for murder, apparently, and his friends are sure that he is not guilty. And so they are trying to clear his name. And of course, Gwyn, who is the woman who loves him, is kind of you know at the center of this. Um, Karen Rose is amazing, a little gratuitously violent. So if that troubles you, um, you might not want to pick this up. But it is super amazing. Um, it just, I don't know, it's one of those things that you just kind of want to like hang out with her characters and she's just great. Her books are long, um, but you just can kind of sink into them and they're just phenomenal. So that again is Death is Not Enough, Baltimore, book six by Karen Rose. When I was in high school, and early college, I read a lot of the um, Anne McCaffrey Dragon Riders of Pern series. I didn't love everything in the series, but there were quite a few that I enjoyed. Um, several years ago, her son, who is Todd McCaffrey, started writing some books with her in this series. And now her daughter, Gigi McCaffrey, um, has also taken up this mantle. So I don't know a lot about this. I haven't read a Pern book in quite a long time, but I did think it was worth mentioning that Gigi McCaffrey's first book in the Pern series is coming out on October 2nd, and it is called Dragon's Code. I just discovered a trilogy called Beyond the Red by Ava J. And it is kind of a mashup between young adult science fiction and young adult fantasy. Um, the series is called Beyond the Red, and the conclusion of the trilogy comes out tomorrow, and it is called The Rising Gold. Um, I don't know a lot about it because I haven't read it yet, but the synopsis for book one in that trilogy did intrigue me quite a bit. So I am definitely planning to take a look at that. And if you have known about it um, for a while, you may be pleased to know that the third installment will be out very, very soon. And that, again, is The Rising Gold, book three in the Beyond the Red trilogy by Ava J. So this is October, and many people think of October as the time for kind of spooky, gothic-y, creepy books. And if you're one of those people, then this next book will probably be right up your alley. So this is The Spellbook of Katrina Van Tassel by Alyssa Palumbo. And it is a reimagining of the Sleepy Hollow legend about a young woman named Katrina who supposedly falls in love with Ichabod Crane. And they are having this sort of secret affair until one day, the night before Halloween, as a matter of fact, Ichabod Crane disappears. And she is determined to figure out what happened to him 
even if she has to use magic to do so. So this again is the spell book of Katrina Van Tassel and it is by Alyssa Palumbo. Jennifer Estep. What can I say about Jennifer Estep? I am a huge fan of her Elemental Assassin series. Um, her writing is wonderful and her plots are so, so compelling. She's starting a new series called Crown of Shards. The first book is called Kill the Queen and it is about a young woman who was never really destined to be a ruler. But she has a lot of trouble with some things that the current queen is doing. And she realizes that she has the ability to save this empire if she only kills the queen. So this sounds like a lot of fun to me. I love this kind of dark fantasy. And so I am so, so happy about this. I want it like now. I think I wanted it six months ago when I first realized it was coming out. So I am so glad that October 2nd is almost here and I will be able to read this so, so soon. So that again is Kill the Queen, Crown of Shards, book one, and it is by Jennifer S. Depp. Ilana K. Arnold has written a feminist fairy tale that is called Damsel. It is a dark young adult fantasy novel that is about a young woman who has been kidnapped by what she thinks is a dragon. And a prince kind of storms out and slays the dragon and supposedly saves the day. But it looks at what really happens to the people who are the victims of this kind of trauma. So it looks like a fantasy novel that looks at some pretty heavy themes. And I really, really want to read it. This may be troubling for some people if you don't want to read about assault. Um, I have a feeling that it covers that pretty in depth. But this again is Damsel by Ilana K. Arnold. This next book I did not know existed until I was doing some research for this episode. So this is My Whole Truth and it's by Misha Thrace. This is a young adult novel, but a young adult contemporary novel, so a little different than all the fantasy I've been talking about thus far. Our main character has been arrested for murder. And obviously something very, very bad happened in order for this to have, you know, to this come about. But she is reluctant to tell anyone what really happened. And she is forced to kind of make a choice. Does she like, go to prison or does she figure out a way to speak her truth in a way that might set her free? Um, this, again, is My Whole Truth by Misha Thrace. And I definitely plan to buy this pretty much as soon as it's available. I discovered the work of author Neil Schusterman earlier this year when I read Scythe, Arc of the Scythe, book one, and Thunderhead, which is the follow-up novel to that. And I was completely entranced by the world building, the characters, the utterly unique plot. 
So I was very thrilled to learn that Neil Schusterman was teaming up with Jared Schusterman. I'm not sure who that is or what relation these people are to one another, but they are teaming up to write a young adult dystopian novel called Dry, which has to do with a terrible drought. I am expecting great things from this, and I do plan to read it. So if you are a fan of fantasy slash dystopian type books, you will probably want to check out Dry by Jared Schusterman and Neil Schusterman. The Cruel Prince by Holly Black has been on my TBR list for quite a long time. I haven't read it yet. I really want to, but I keep getting distracted by all of these kind of shiny new bookities that come out and say, read me, read me now. And I just can't quite manage to do it. So this is not something that I will be reading right away. But if you are a little more on top of your TBR than I might be, and you have read The Cruel Prince, you might want to pick up this follow-up, which is a novella. I'm not a big novella reader, but sometimes with fantasy, you kind of have to read them anyway because they fill in some gaps, kind of give you some extra information about the world, and they can be a lot of fun. So this is The Lost Sisters, and it's Folk of the Air 1.5. So it is the follow-up novel to The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. This is another book that I did not know existed. It is compared to things by Adam Silvera, and I really love Adam Silvera. So this is The Chaos of Now, and it is by Aaron Jade Lang. This is another young adult contemporary about a young boy who gets involved with some hackers. He is apparently a very skilled coder, and he somehow gets involved with these two people who are looking for someone to help them get revenge for the suicide of their very good friend. Apparently this boy was bullied quite a bit and he committed suicide. So now these people want to get even and they kind of get our, our hero involved in their scheme. So this looks like it will be a very intense um, and perhaps a sad read, but I do want to give it a try because every once in a while I need it good, intense, sad book. So this again is The Chaos of Now by Erin Jade Lang. I want to talk about The Hollow of Fear, which is the third book in Sherry Thomas's Lady Sherlock series. And this is not something that I have personally read, but I know a lot of people who love it. Sherlock Holmes is not something that I care much about. But Sherry Thomas is apparently a fantastic author who has managed to write a very interesting reimagining of Sherlock Holmes in which the detective is actually a woman named Charlotte. So this is the third book in this series and I might, 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 even though I'm not super interested in historical mysteries in general and Sherlock Holmes in particular, um, I might check out the first one just to kind of see what all the fuss is about. And because Sherry Thomas, um, I've just heard so many good things about her, both as a romance author and as an 
like mystery writer and historian. So this again is The Hollow of Fear and is the third book in the Lady Sherlock series by Sherry Thomas. And now we shall talk about something that I was lucky enough to read an early copy of and which I absolutely adored. This is Starcrossed. It is a standalone novel by Pintip Dunn. It's kind of science fiction in its like plot and its world building, but it reads so much like young adult fantasy. Um, so if you are kind of put off by science fiction, this might be a great one for you to try. This takes place on a distant fictional planet where there is a food shortage and not everyone can eat due to this food shortage. So a select group of people undergo some genetic modifications which allow them to eat food and then have the nutrients siphoned out of their bodies and used to make nutrition pills to basically feed the rest of the world. Our main character is one such person, and she is wanting to become her father's successor and one day be the ruler of this planet and hopefully make some changes, but she figures that might be getting a bit ahead of herself. Unfortunately, though, her father is dying, and she is responsible for choosing the healthy young man or woman who will sacrifice their organs to give her father the organ transplant that will help him live. This sounds really intense and dark and kind of morbid, but it really, really isn't. So if you're looking for something very unique, you will definitely want to check out Starcrossed by Pintip Dunn. I've heard a lot of great things about Lainey Taylor. Um, I heard that she writes some fantastic things that feel kind of like fairy tales. And one such thing is coming out tomorrow. This is Muse of Nightmares, and it is book two in her Strange the Dreamer episode. Uh, episode, wow. Strange the Dreamer series. Um, I don't know a lot about it because I have not read it, but I thought that there were probably enough people out there who liked fantasy that it would be kind of lax of me not to mention Muse of Nightmares by Lainey Taylor. Another thing that most of the world is excited about, and which I would probably be excited about as well if I had managed to read the first book, is Mackenzie Lee's A Guide to Petticoats and Piracy. Um, no, I'm sorry, A, The Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy. Again, this is by Mackenzie Lee, and it is the follow-up novel to The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue. This is an LBGT-themed historical romance, kind of a road trip novel from what I've gathered. And so many people love the first one and are raving about the second one. And, um, apparently Felicity, who is our main character, is very popular among my young adult fantasy slash romance reading cohort. So that again is The Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy by Mackenzie Lee. I discovered the writing of author Diane Chamberlain probably 15 years ago. 
And she writes these remarkably rendered emotional novels that I just love. So she's coming out with a new one, and it's called The Dream Daughter. It is about one woman's willingness to stop at pretty much nothing to save her young daughter's life. And I can't go into a lot of detail about it, mostly because I just don't have it. Um, this is a novel with a very vague synopsis and with an author who has been kind of cagey about what this book actually deals with. But I am very excited about it. I trust Diane Chamberlain's writing, and I will definitely be reading this pretty much as soon as I can get my hands on it. This is The Dream Daughter, and it is the latest novel from Diane Chamberlain. So we are almost done, just so that people know. Um, I want to talk about two more things before I leave you. The first one being No Good Asking by Fran Kimmel. And this is another kind of issue-based novel um, for young adults. And from what I have heard, it's best to go into it knowing pretty much nothing about it. People have said, like, pick up the book, don't read the blurb, don't read any reviews. Um, apparently, it's one that you absolutely do not want to have spoiled. So I'm just going to urge everyone, as I have been urged, to pick up No Good Asking by Fran Kimmel. And my last pick for the night is A Spark of Light by Jodi Picoult. And this is, I don't know how to talk about it really. Um, I read it several weeks ago and it is a novel that had a lot of potential, but at least in my opinion, did not quite manage to live up to it. So why, you might ask, Am I talking about it if I didn't really care for it? And one of the things that I feel very strongly about is that people are allowed to have different reading tastes. People can love things that I don't love. And I know that this author is incredibly popular and a lot of people will like this a lot more than I did. This takes place um, at a woman's reproductive health center and a group of people are in there, some of them are employees, some of them are patients, and someone comes in and takes the whole lot of them hostage. The thing about this novel that you might want to know before you go out and buy it is that it is told in reverse. So if you don't want to read a story backwards, this is probably not the novel for you. But if you are one of those people who have to read everything that Jodi Picoult writes, then you are going to want to pick up a spark of light. Anyway, that is what I have for you. I apologize if this sounded kind of awkward and a little scattered. Um, I used to do these things quite a bit as Facebook Live videos, but it's been a while since I have gotten to talk on and on and on about all the bookities that I am planning to love. <laughs> So hopefully I will get back into the groove of this sometime soon. Thank you to all of you who have listened and who have told your friends and family and whoever else you've decided to tell about the Book Bistro podcast. We definitely appreciate it. If you would like, please leave us a rating or a review on the podcatcher of your choice. And I will be back on Friday 
with Jen, Stacy, and Sarah, and we will talk about some more books coming out in October. Take care, everybody, and thanks for listening.